Welcome to the Best Damn Podcast. This is your host, Jill Lagan, CEO of the Boulder City Chamber. In each episode, we will highlight what makes Boulder City, home of the Hoover Dam, the ideal place to operate your successful small business, explore world-class tourism attractions, and discover why we are the perfect place to live and unwind. On today's show, we have the pleasure of speaking with David Luspardi. He is Vice President of the National Park Express. They are an amazing partner of Boulder City Chamber, and I am super excited to welcome him today. So thank you so much for being here, David, and uh, we are excited to hear more about National Park Express. Thank you so much, Jill, for having me today. I'm excited to be here, too. So who exactly is the target audience of National Park Express? So we bring visitors that stay in Las Vegas Valley out to park tours in the national parks and out to Boulder City. So we bring visitors to Hoover Dam and Historic District of Boulder City um, and around the area. So really, anyone that visits Las Vegas is a potential visitor to Boulder City with us. And you also have a, a way to reach out to those that are still planning their trip to come to, to the late Vegas We area. do, yes. We offer advanced planning. They can book hotels with us, tours, transportation, activities and shows and everything. So some people decide the day before what they're going to do with us and others are weeks or even months in advance uh, planning their whole trip. So it really is a full service program. It is. Uh -huh. Yeah, I love that. So what is your favorite part of, of doing your job? What is your favorite part of this program? Oh, that's a great question. I think, it, you know, it's so exciting to bring people to places they've never been, and particularly national parks and the Hoover Dam and, you know, Lake Mead, the, the beauty that we have that is sometimes something that they have never seen. They've never seen areas like this. And it's really exciting to do that, to be involved in that. And even in even the planning and the office, the, the things that seem a little more mundane, in the back of your mind, you're still helping people experience it, these new places and, and activities. So it's, it's, a, it's a fun uh, area to be involved with. I would think so. Uh, you're talking about people's vacations, and everybody loves spending time on vacation. And so I, I do know that you also really cater to an international um, audience. And so I would assume that many of those uh, are so excited to come and see the Wild Wild West and to see more about the canyon lands and, and some of the areas that you guys go to. So I would assume that you have uh, some interesting experience with some international guests as well. Yes, that's true. Many of our international visitors actually are even more knowledgeable than we are here in our own country, sometimes about our national parks and, and perhaps even the lesser known areas, the state parks and the natural recreation areas and things that we have, the national recreation areas. Um, you know, Sometimes we can kind of learn by following wh where they go and what they do. And sometimes when we get way out, way out in the mountains or the valleys or the canyons or the lakes, we hear French and German and Dutch and Japanese and other languages, even more than English sometimes. And it, it can be surprising, but it really is fun to, to watch them, watch their interests and be able to fulfill that for them. I think that's great. That's an a, a awesome part of your program. So can you tell us, you, do you have an aha moment, something that has really caught your attention, something that you're able to impact people's lives? How much time do you have? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine. Um, I know that you've led tours as well as a National Park Express. Right. So you've had, I mean, you've had a wealth of opportunity. I've had some great aha moments, whether they be personally or with groups leading them around. Um, you know, I remember my very first visit to Bryce Canyon National Park. It was in February and it was right after a snowstorm and it was covered with snow. And then the, the next day I arrived and the sun was out and we had shocking blue skies and white snow and red rocks and 
green trees. And I'll never forget that. Every time I go there, it's different, different season, different time of the day, but it's always astounding. And I've had other aha moments. The, the first time I took the, the raft trip just below the Hoover Dam, I'd been across the Hoover Dam and around it and above it and everything, but I'd never been at the base on a raft. And, you know, that was, that was incredible. And to think of the 1930s when this was going up and what an impossibility that was. I mean, that it's just, it, it's exhilarating and it's fun to look, to share that with people and, and, you know, really, really share the treasures that we have in this area. We really do. And I don't think many people realize what rural communities in the state of Nevada offer. And so I'm, I'm glad that you had that experience at the base of the dam. My father actually started Black Canyon River Adventures. So oh, wow. <laughs> for me, I grew up on those rafts. In fact, the rafts were, before they were first assembled, they arrived and they were in our backyard and dad was spray painting them all silver. And all the kids in the neighborhood, they were all stacked side by side. They'd all come over and our backyard was this massive trampoline. And by the time everybody left, we were all silver because we're all <laughs> covered in paint. But so we weren't blue man group. We were silver man group at the time. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And I have a lot of good memories. And you're right. When you're at the base of the dam, it's just a completely different feel. And especially from the water, even if you've had the opportunity to, to take some of the tours and to walk out there on that in that power plant area, just being on the water and looking up is a completely different perspective. And it, so it really is. It, it's, it's a whole new point of view and, and it, it helps you appreciate it from a different angle, literally, but, um, you know, in the idea stage as well, just like when the Memorial Bridge was completed and we all got to view it from up above there. And that was a whole new experience. And, you know, it, it, it is truly a wonder. It's, it's a, it's a natural, you know, it's a, it's a combination of a, natural wonder and a man-made wonder that come together. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it, it really is quite a sight from any angle. That's the truth. Celebration of that canyon and all the people that were committed to seeing that project through. So uh, what are your favorite tours that National Park Express does? What's one of your favorites? Oh, let's see. I, I love them all for different reasons. Um, I'll, I'll mention two or three. I have to mention Boulder City first, just because, you Good know, answer. That, <laughs> that's, that seems to be the right answer. But, um, you know, we do Hoover Dam tours, but we also bring people just to the historic district. Visitors can come from the Las Vegas Strip, spend a few hours in the historic district, have lunch, do a little shopping, wander around, enjoy the history, go to the museum. Um, and, and I love that because it's such, it's such a contrast to Las Vegas itself. And it just really adds another dimension of, of our whole area and community. So that's, that's one that I love. I've already talked about Bryce. We have a, a um, day trip that goes to Bryce and Zion in the same day. It's a lot of ground to cover, but you know, for people that want to see both parks, it's, it's amazing to get to both of those places and see how those vary and, and kind of contrast and, and, um, that, that's a marvelous one. And ha one of my other favorites just has to be Antelope Canyon. Oh yes. Um, and, and again, back to the international visitors, the international visitors have truly discovered Antelope Canyon in Page, Arizona, and it, it has a huge following in Europe and Asia and other areas of the, of the world. But right here locally, so many of us have not been to Antelope Canyon and it really is something to discover. It's just an amazing day trip as well. So, I, I mean, they're all great. We do have visitors that go on two or three in a week. They come here for a few days and go a number of places with us. So, um, yeah, there's lots of favorites. I have more, but we'll stop there. <laughs> I do love Antelope Canyon and what a gorgeous photography location. It is. Yeah, yeah. that is, that's a special place. And so, uh, why do you do what you do? That's a great question. 
And sometimes I ask that uh, genuinely, <laughs> you know, with, with all the craziness, especially the last couple of years, it's, it's been, um, there, there's just been a lot going on and ups and downs and different markets and everything changes. But, you know, the, if you all boil it down to one thing, it's still helping people live life and have experiences and create memories. Um, you know, and that, that has just, that's been the, the driving factor. I have to just tell you one quick story. I, I used to work for a tour company that led uh, school tours around our country on the East Coast and California and Hawaii. And we had one uh, school group from inner city Chicago. Uh, the, whole, the whole school group that was traveling had really done it by fundraising because these kids just couldn't afford to do this on their own. And they came to Florida on a science program. And it was so eye-opening for them and for me to watch them. And we were at, at the, I think it was the last day we went to Universal Studios as a fun day. And I had this one student turn to me and say, I had no idea that there were these opportunities to, to do things out here. And he was just looking at, you know, day-to-day um, -day workers around the amusement park. That, that, that was an eye-opening opportunity for him. There were things outside of his world that he hadn't known from traveling. And I think we all can just capture that. And, and I think that is why I do what I do. People need to be in a national park. They need to be in a canyon or on a river. They need to be in a new city and experience things. It, it teaches us so much and it opens our eyes. And um, I, I think that's why we're in tourism. That's why we do what we do. I agree. What a neat story. I actually did not know that about you. I did not realize that you were doing that. So uh, tell me a little bit more about David. What was your very first job? Well, I guess it's not a surprise. My first job was a tour guide. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I was a teenager, I uh, worked with that tour company and I went along and just was an assistant on the tours. Mm. In my late teens and 20s, I you know, became a tour guide in charge of the groups and, and led them around New York and Washington, D.C. and the Florida science programs and even in Hawaii. And so it's just always been in my blood. And then later when I went to college, I majored in travel and tourism and have always worked in hotels or tour companies or tourism destinations. So. so the hospitality industry really needed you, and we're glad that we have you. So uh, can you tell us maybe one of your most, your scariest professional situation, something that happened to you that was terrifying? Oh, that's a good question. And that makes it sound like it's going to be a fun answer, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, yes, two times, in, as a matter of fact, leading tours. Uh, the, the first time was in Italy, and I had a school group, an Italian, te Italian teacher in high school had brought her class to Italy and had a whole week tour of Italy. And I met them at the beginning just to check in, make sure everything was going well. And it wasn't. The, 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 the tour was great, but the tour guide had some issues, and we dismissed him. And so the teacher and I did that as a joint decision, and we said, okay, we're going to take off through Italy, leading the group. And... I don't know Italy very well. I don't speak Italian. I speak Spanish and French, so that helps, but I don't speak Italian. And she did, and she didn't know the arrangements, and I did. So we kind of put it together and took off. Here we are leading a whole group through Italy, and I really didn't know it. So that was, that was a lot of fun. And, a little nerve-wracking, uh, Yeah, another sure. one was similar in Atlanta. We had a school band going to Atlanta to perform and a whole musical tour there. And last minute, there was some emergency, and whoever was in charge couldn't lead the tour, so... I went to Atlanta for my first time and, wow. and led a tour. And 
it, it worked. So well, hopefully um, it was the first time for many of the kids too, and you could have told them anything, right. and they wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, well, they love the world of Coca Cola and uh, all oh, the free samples, so that that helps. But uh, yeah, so you know, just improvising, learning, Think your smiling. Way yeah, it. yeah, but you know, again, <laughs> it's awesome. a fun industry, and that, and I've often said that's one of the reasons why I like tourism over being a surgeon or some other things because you you don't have a a second chance. But you know, in tourism, you can usually smile and make it through and do right. your best. So, <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you're definitely in tourism. So can you share something about yourself that, that people may not know? Um, well, that's a good question. I'm pretty open, but, uh, you know, I've always wanted to be a photographer hmm. and uh, I'm not one. I take pictures for our company now and, and our website and things, but just, just casually on a very simple basis. But I've always wanted to learn more about photography and really, really get into that. And maybe someday I will. I don't know. That's one of my interests that probably no one knows. One of your retirement goals? Yes. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Retirement or photography. Yes. Either together. one. <laughs> <laughs> so something else the audience may not know about you is you are currently the chairman of the Boulder City Chamber of Commerce. I am. I'm lucky enough to be able to serve with some great people here in Boulder City and do our best to help the community. And so we're glad to have you. And you. I'm glad it's been a positive experience. I worry that I might take do an interview with one of our board members and I ask that question. They go, well, it's been terrifying or no, I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> well, let's see. I could come up with some questions for you that might be terrifying. No, <laughs> Yes, let's not reverse this. Thank you. That's another show altogether. No, there's nothing terrifying about Jill. Ah, uh, thanks. So um, one of my favorite questions to ask people is what is the book you're reading right now? I am actually reading the life and writings of Abraham Lincoln. I just purchased that, so I'm really glad. Did you? That, yes, yes, yes. I have really learned to love Abraham Lincoln. A couple of years ago, we went back to Illinois, and my brother had told me, if you're going to Illinois, you have to go to Springfield, and you have to see the Lincoln Library. It's one of the best places to visit anywhere. And I didn't even know about the library. So I'm like, well, okay, before we went, I, I need to read a little bit about Lincoln. So I read a couple one really short and one longer book about Lincoln before we went, just to be prepared. And, and I love those. And even since then, I've read a couple more books about him and just really come to admire uh, his, his character and his traits and leadership. So, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Well, I'm sure it sounds like something that you can take a little bit out of and not only understand the history, which I think is smart so that you understand a little more of your, your history for America, but also... There's so many life lessons in his in his writings that it's really something that's drawn me to learn more about him as well. Not so much because I'm traveling there, but in fact, I'm headed to Richmond, Virginia, so okay. I'll have to find yeah. out what's going on there. And on my horizon, I really, I haven't started this yet, but I want to start a biography about Theodore Roosevelt, um, who has had so much to do with our, our West, our national parks. That's and, exactly right. Yes. And John Wesley Powell. I want to learn more about him, so I... There's so much to learn. It just it just seems like it never stops. And so, traveling kind of helps you open your eyes to that too. So and so I would imagine that there's some brilliant photographers that you would also have interest in, mm -hmm. especially yes. Um, here in the West, there's some gorgeous pictures of sunsets and the Western yes. skies. It's right. just amazing. So, well, I um, have really enjoyed learning a little bit more about you. I have really enjoyed being a partner with National Park Express. You're a wonderful, not only a, a great corporation, but have a lot of interest in supporting the uh, local communities as well. And so I'm very grateful for David for doing that. You are your boss. 
David Chang. Is that how you pronounce it? Wang. Wang. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for correcting me. And so I have thought of him as being such a great leader because he truly wants to bring uh, people to this this area and teach them more about it, um, make sure that they have a great time. But he's an excellent business person. Some of the practices during COVID that he was instrumental in starting, I think other people in the industry, in the transportation industry, were really kind of watching his leadership and his example. You're right. He's kind of been a pioneer in our tourism industry, especially in Las Vegas area, for the international inbound travelers and for transportation. And he, he's done a lot of innovative, really innovative things to propel business, not just for our company, but for others, our partners and and is continuing to do so. So it's exciting to be there and working with him. Yes, I bet. He's quite invested not only in his company, but in the people mm -hmm. and in the employees as well. So grateful for his leadership. So how can people learn more about National Park Express? Well, of course, going to our website, nationalparkexpress.com. Uh, we, you know, it, there's information about our tours. There's also blogs on there about our community, about Boulder City and Las Vegas and other areas in the West. And so that's a good good place to go. We also have social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So Great. you can follow those. All right. Well, we sure appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. So we'll be providing links and social media handles on our website as well. This has been a production of the Boulder City Chamber of Commerce. You can find the Best Damn Podcast on all your favorite podcast directories, as well as online at bouldercitychamber.com. Like us and share on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, discover, explore, and unwind in Boulder City.